which they are completely unaware of the recent fact we learned in Tyrion's chapter that the magic has come back, my lord. Right. We're producing it at triple the fucking rate. Like, we got... Yeah, we got the wildfire for days, bitch. Hey, hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Man. It's your favorite full spoiler reboot podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. As always, I'm your host, Zach. Sitting here next to me is my brother, Nate. That's me. Yeah, that's That was you. weird. You're weird. You're a weird guy. So this is our 60th episode of book two. Wow! It's pretty wild. Yeah. It's a lot of episodes. It's also will be Davos 3 and Davos' final chapter in Clash, Clash of, of Kings. Kings. And so if you've joined us before, you know that we are full spoiler. We will talk about everything, not just Davos 3 today. So... Go away. I mean, we're not going to go through everything in Davos 3 episode today, but we may potentially mention anything from all that could be mentioned. Right. So, go read the books if spoilers aren't your thing, and then come back. If you joined us before, thank you. Welcome back. Hope you're you're well. Yeah, so last episode we read Sansa 5. The beginning of the Battle of Blackwater, where it actually happens off-page. Some exchanges are being held between men on the shore and men on ships, and... Things are being flung from the walls, and Sansa is going to see Joffrey off as he has requested her presence, and she sees him off, gives him sort of kiss, and he promises she'll kiss it again when it's wet with his uncle's blood. She sees Tyrion, who says, you know, aren't you, weren't you invited to my sister's little keep party in the Maegar's Holdfast? And Sansa said, I was, but Joffrey's a douche. And And on her way- And Mm -hmm. she has to pray. And on her way uh, back from the Sept, after she does some praying for a little bit of everybody- she runs into Lady Tonda, Lawless, and Shay, and goes across into Magor's Holdfast, where Cersei dons her some wisdom and is getting Blackwater drunk, hashtag Blackwater drunk, and Blackwater, the Battle of Blackwater has officially begun. So we pick up this chapter, Davos 3, where we had left Davos 2 um, a while, yeah, while, while ago. It's been quite some time. It was when they were seeing Courtney... Uh, no, it was before they... Right. After they saw Courtney Penrose, the same chapter, yep. they then returned to Stannis' camp and Stannis... They had a bro moment, yeah. Davos and Stannis, where Stannis basically was refusing to relent on the fact that he needed Edric Storm, and he need that, that just couldn't happen. If he took a defeat here, men would see him as weak, and he couldn't allow it to happen. Davos was preaching caution against Melisandre, against quite a lot of things but still ended up underneath the castle watching her give birth to a shadow demon baby right the one of the scariest moments in the series so davos 3 picks up as black bertha betha 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 no there's no r black betha. black betha rode the tide in with wraith and lady mara beside her no more than 20 yards between their holes i said lady maria sure but you know, it could his be sons anything. could keep a line, and Davos at least took pride in that. And the warhorns sound, giving the command to lower sails and switch the oarsmen, picking up speed. Now. Yeah. So according to Davos, Sir Emery had ordered that they are to arrive and go into Blackwater on oar. They want all the sails down, and that way there's less stuff to catch on fire. Mm-hmm. We'll see the reasons why here shortly, sir. Emery, we learn, is uh, a cunt. Uh, another Florent who has come over 
at Storm's End with Sir Alistair and the other Florence, and Stannis chose to ride instead with his army, so he is helming Fury, Stannis's warship galley. Yo, uh, now, I don't know if this gets answered at some point in the future, but I feel like this is 100% Solis's fucking doing. His wife, Solis? Am I, is that wrong? Am I right? Stannis's? Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and like... Why would he put this cunt in, in charge? <laughs> Sir Imre is... Because, yeah, like... He's something else. He's, he's jumping sides, and maybe it's just to show faith that the people from Renly's side are still welcome, and so he gets command of the entire fleet, I suppose. But I don't like this Yeah, it's bitch. an interesting decision on Stannis' part, but it's uh, the oarsmen's drums begin to sound, and they begin to sound like a great slow Boom. heart, which, Boom. oddly Boom. enough, made me think of Daenerys over in... Carth yeah, yeah. with dealing with the warlocks and their great big heart. rotten heart. Yeah. And uh, Davos notes that some of the other ships begin moving into position. There's a ton of ships. We're not going to name them all. Read the chapter if you want to know the ship names. Yeah. So, shoulder, <laughs> so, shoulders. Soldiers begin shouting encouragement to each other, confident in their victory, in that they were of a like mind with their captain, Sir Amory Florin, because three days past he had summoned all his captains to a war council aboard Fury. And Davos and his sons had been assigned a place in the second line of battle. His sons had declared it a place of honor. Yeah, he thought it was more of a place of peril. Right. Fuck this place. But his sons just kind of gave him pitying looks, and he thinks the Onion Knight has become an old woman and still a smuggler at heart. And he thinks that that second part was true enough, at least. While Seaworth had a lordly ring to it, he was still Davos of Fleabottom, just coming home to the Red Keep on its three high hills. I've like... decided this is called Onion Knight Ire, because <laughs> it's just going to happen throughout the rest of the series with da- Davos. Right, so they're right. like, yeah, look at the Onion Knight. This is Onion Knight Ire. They're like, fuck this guy. To this sort of battle, he came a maiden. When smugglers smell danger, they raise sail and run before the wind. He definitely had crossed swords at some point, but yeah, he was a smuggler. He didn't yeah. ride into war, motherfucker. And that's a, yeah, he says the smugglers don't do this riding into the war horn shit. They they turn tail and run. But he also thinks about what he would be doing if he were captaining here. it. Yeah. And so if he was the admiral of the fleet, he would have sent scouts ahead, the swiftest in the entire fleet, to see what's waiting for them ahead. Hmm. Oh, and then imagine that. Maybe then he would see the towers there that bring up all sorts of right. red flags. If Davos storm. had any station worth a damn, he could have notified that the towers were out of the ordinary. There, yeah. There's something odd here. but And they're not oh, raising the boom. Why not? They right. want us to come in. That means trap. Right. Stannis, right, right, right. what are we doing here? They are trying to lure us into this trap. This is a bad idea. When he suggested as much to Sir Emery, the captain had thanked him courteously, but his eyes had asked, who is this lowborn craven? Is he the one who bought his knighthood with an onion? And said, uh, Sir Emery saw little need for caution, having four times as many ships as the boy king, and they end up calling Joffrey's fleet the boy's toys, which yeah. I think is funny. But... So this this underestimation. Oh yeah, have we seen it already? Is that anything that we like? I think this is one of Stannis's first flaws that Melisandre turns to twist him uh, to her favor in that she wasn't here. Um, Sir Emery clearly is foolish. Davos is, has the right of it here. They they should have scouted up ahead. I I understand that Stannis he... is sitting there seething, but. 
This is the getting the fleet and getting the men there is one of the most important parts of this siege. Like he reminds me of what's his face from the prologue of Game of Thrones. Waymore Royce. Waymore Royce. He's just straight up. I'm gonna do what I want. I know what I know, and some of it has is based in logic and makes sense. But I don't have that experience out here commanding a fleet like this. Right. I haven't been out on the boats as often as Davos the Onion Knight, and there's that Onion Knight ire again. Yeah, I think that this was a, a mistake on Stannis's part of appointing Sir Emery captain of the fleet when, I mean, I don't know. I think there's many other choices he yeah. could have gone so with. So basically, a quick rundown. They organized the ships into lines. There's like... Well, ten, ten lines of battle with, with 20, 20 ships, ships per yep. line. First two lines would sweep up and destroy Joffrey's fleet. Those following would land the archers and spearmen beneath the city walls. The rear yeah. ships would ferry the main part of Stannis' host from the south bank, protected and... by Salador Sans and his Lanisi pirates who would stay in the bay in case Lannister ships were poised to sweep in behind them. So, well thought out plan, absolutely. Except for the fact that they're not counting on the Lannisters, not engaging them with a fleet. And that's a, a pretty cl- critical flaw here. Yeah, like, yeah. And Tyrion notes it in his next chapter, because these are all pretty succinct, that you know, if we had not gone out and engaged him, it would have seemed suspicious. He lured them in perfectly. Yeah. And so, to be fair, he thinks, Davos thinks, there was reason for Sir Emery's haste with... The journey, and this is him just trying to find an excuse right, for right, the incompetence, right. really. Right. The, but as soon as they left Storm's End, the ships were already crashing, right. leaving Slavers Bay, and then they got hit by a storm, which scattered the fleet across. Leaving the sea. Slavers Bay. I said Slavers Bay. Uh, <laughs> Storm's End. Sh- Shipwreck. Shipbreaker Bay. Bay. Yeah. Shipbreaker Bay. That's it. Yeah. Stannis. Slavers. By this point, they had lost a ton of time, and by this point, Stannis would have reached the rush days ago. Camped and seething with impatience, wondering where his fleet was. He would have kept his men busy building catapults and siege engines, but two days before they had sighted fishermen and overtook and boarded them, Davos was interested in what the captains have said of the King's Landing's defenses. The dwarves had the dwarf had built some sort of boom to close the mouth of the river, though all the fishermen differed as to whether or not the workmen had completed the task or not. Yeah. And so Davos alone is like, oh, so there's a boom yeah. that's going to sh- close off the mouth of the river to us. So I also thought it was interesting mentioning um, how straight of a road it is through from Storm's End to King's Landing. Yeah. But Tyrion impeded that by sending all of the clansmen down to the woods mm. to fuck with them on the road and yeah. on their way through. And Davos fails to mention how straight of a road it is for Tywin down the King's Road right. as well to the King's Well, King's right, the, yeah, that's sort of the, the background noise of, like, it's a straight shot. It's much quicker. Yeah. So, like, Tywin is coming as well. And he notes now that the sea was full of sounds, the shouts and calls, war horns and drums. Boiled leather and a pot helm were Davos's only armor. At sea, heavy steel was as like to cost a man his life as save it. Sir Emery and the other highborn captains did not share his views, which... We'll learn here yeah. very shortly. A ton of men die just by being pulled under by their own. But armor. who's floating on some driftwood at the end of the chapter? Right. Little Davos, the Onion Knight. And so other ships begin slipping into position. The Lannisters would have the river current to their favor. We are fools to meet them in the Blackwater, he thinks. In open sea, they would envelop their enemies on all sides, but on a river, they could not dress more than 20 ships abreast. 
and less they risk the oars tangling and colliding with each other and fucking each other all up. So, which thinking about it, and we're not big boat people, we're not big fond people of oceans and all that stuff. Twenty boats wide with oars sticking out and enough room to not tangle. That's a massive fucking river. Right. Like, that's huge. Yeah, uh, all during this battle, I was flipping to the map of King's Landing in the back of our Clash books just to reference where Mm -hmm. they're going in. And uh, at at this point, the Davos spots the Red Keep on Aegon's high hill. And across the river on the the south shore was black with men and horses stirring at the sight of the ships. And this is where he notes that Stannis would have kept them busy, but even so, the waiting would have been hard. And so Davos grabs his bone pouch and mouths a silent prayer for luck. His bone pouch is what I've been calling his knuckle bones in in the pouch. I like it, the bone pouch. Fury would send to the first line of battle, flanked by two other ships, and then came all the others with Salador sound bringing up the rear, which Davos thinks is an absolute bullshit waste. Did I lose you? Are you lost in the... Yeah, I think you... Jump some stuff that I was gonna say. Well, uh, we'll skirt let's back see. for yeah, a minute. Let's pull back real fast. We mentioned the High Lords uh, wearing all their plate mail. Yeah. Um, did he look back and saw the swordfish wasn't able to keep up? So because he kind of pulls back to the present, looking around, keeping into the, right. the moment. And yeah, there was one ship in particular that wasn't keeping up with the rest of them. The one with the big massive ram on the front. Yeah. Um, Foreshadowing. And then he. Yeah, the wind would would have been in their favor if they had the sails out and shit, but... Yeah, then you did mention the fighting on the open... I'm sorry, I just... I, we, we note differently, and so sometimes our notes don't always align. I'm hey, just, I'm just waiting for you to catch up, dog, no, that's no. all. The red key, he closes his hands, my bad. Hand around his... There's his pouch. Okay, so yeah, after he's grabbing his pouch for his stuff, he goes into some battle tactics, mentioning right. that the first few ships are going to be the two that have uh, 200 oars, and that's going to be Fury and the Stag of the Sea, followed by the 100 oar boats, and there's a fuck ton of them. So I didn't ton. write them down. All the other ships, basically, is yep. how it goes. Uh, and then, yeah, followed by Saladar Son in the rear. And he's just kind of there to prevent an ambush in case the Lannisters park some boats, which Davos also does think may be the case when he notices certain ships missing. We know that Marcella used those to yeah. get the hell out of there. He thinks but... it's a waste of Salador Sands' ability in men. Yeah, and I thought that was very interesting. That... I agree. Uh, and you funny. want men like Salador San in this. Well, I, I think it's funny that because absolutely Salador San being in here could have been awesome if the battle had gone differently. Yeah, yeah. But because of stupid Sir Emery, he's in the back. He's outside and able to rescue, rescue Davos. Davos later, yeah. And so he wouldn't be there if Emery actually trusted him. But I love the confidence that Davos has in Salador San as a pirate. He's mm-hmm. like, he's a fierce, badass son of a bitch. All we've seen the dude doing is eating some grapes so far. Like, how badass can he be? Yeah. Like, I mean, granted, we I love Salador San, but. A war horde yeah. sounds, and it's Sir Emery sounding the attack. The drums begin to beat quicker, and the oars begin to move faster, and on deck, soldiers and archers begin to prepare themselves. Yeah, so Davos calls for a speed up, you know, get up to, what is it, battle speed or some shit like yeah. that. And, and he's uh, uh, pacing around trying to get a good view, and he sees no sign of any boom. The mouth of the river was open, except, and then this is yeah, where. He, I love that he, said, he thinks about, uh, in his smuggling days, he said he knew the King's Landing waterfront better than the back of his own hand. 
But the two squat towers at the mouth of the Blackwater, they might mean nothing to Emery, but it was as if two extra fingers sprouted up from his knuckles. Yes. But what a great metaphor to, like, describe this. Like, no, what the fuck are those yeah. now? Uh-uh, something's up. Something he, is amiss. He peers more closely at the towers, notes that they're too small to hold much of a garrison. He knows that attacking the towers won't be easy, as they've been built sort of not on the land but into the water, so people would have to ford across a little a little bit. Stannis had Bowman firing up at any defender that peeked his head over, but otherwise they hadn't been troubled much. And something shines below the water. Sunlight on steel. A chain boom, and yet they've not closed the river against us. Why? Yeah. Why? Why indeed. And I'm surprised it takes him so long to... Re- I mean, again, they're in the middle of battle, so who can blame him? But to think, like, oh, well, if they're not keeping us out, well, then maybe what else would it be used for? Yeah, right. What's the only other thing you could think of? Keeping, keeping us in. in. Yeah. So There's no time to consider, as a warhorn sounds. The enemy was before them. And so Davos makes out a thin line of galleys drawn across the river, gold paint glinting, marking their hulls. Of course, they want to draw as much attention that these are Lannister ships as possible. So the drums beat furiously, and back Black Betha surged forward. The river now seemed as wide as a sea. The city had grown as gigantic as well at their approach. And then this is where we get that their fleet needs to pass under the Red Keep to reach the harbor and then yeah. gain access to the city. And the front line was absolutely, completely in the river now. But the enemy enemy galleys backed water. They mean to draw us in, he thinks. Yeah, and he notices it, which is, again, it's fun. Like, he realizes this is happening. I don't know that Sir Emery out, he's on fury, right? Right, he's Up still got front, a ways. Actually understands that that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just so unfamiliar with the tactics that it doesn't even cross his mind. Because maybe if Davos was commanding fury then he'd be like, you know what? No, they're pa- they're trying to draw us in. Go, go. And the- Tyrion would still get a good amount of their fleet. Yeah. But not nearly as many. Yeah. It's it's weird. To, and know, this whole, because Davos then tries to get a look at Joffrey's fleet, but is able to pick out name by name the ships that are missing. And we know that, yeah, yeah. these are all the ones that escorted Marcilla. Cersei absolutely insisted and would have nothing less for Marcilla's protection. And so Davos is able to name him just because. Yeah, he's so familiar. He's now, so familiar. I, he starts here real, thinking, I'm, I'm feeling a trap. Yep. And I think part of him was thinking that those ships missing meant that they were parked up somewhere else. At the same time, he could also be making that conclusion. They're not here for a reason. Who might be on them that they're not well, right. here, and why would they try and get them out of here? And recalling from Tyrion's chapter, the whole plan was that Stannis didn't know that these were going, these ships were going, and that Marcilla was leaving, because the last thing they needed was for Marcilla to fall into Stannis' hands. So right. th- that ploy worked. Marcilla was able to slip by Storm's End undetected, and it's just, it's yeah, it's really... Earth- yeah, Storm's End. Yeah, it's it's so, super interesting. So the front line passes under the castle, and they start taking arrows, fire yeah, arrows. Yeah, the city begins firing pots of burning pitch uh-huh. and arrows, and Davos sees a man hit and falls into the water. And the he first thinks, death of the battle. But, but not, not the last. Yeah, far from far it. Far from it. And more burning pitch, Davos begins to hear men shrieking, and he thinks that soon we're going to be under fire as well. Shit. 
Yeah, and so here he gets the because they keep again they're at battle speed. They're fucking moving on the water. Yeah, he, they are. He's now close enough to get a better look at the chain that they're yep that he's passing over basically, um, but just realizes yeah it's still down there. Yeah, just three Thanks. lengths of a huge chain from a hole in the tower disappearing into the water, and the archers on the roof of the tower uh, of the north tower are exchanging arrows with the ship Devotion, and so it's here Davos dons his helm. Yeah, and. Now the pitch pots are beginning to rain down on Black Betha as well. A scorpion shaft shoots down and misses Mathos by about yeah. two feet. Mathos being basically his squire on the ship. Um, as well as his and son. And it's his son, yeah. yes. On the south bank, Davos sees men beginning to drag makeshift, ra- drag makeshift rafts to the water while ranks and columns began to form. And he thinks that we should be flying. And he sees the standard, the flaming heart, and thinks we should be flying the crowned stag. It was King Robert's sigil, and the city would rejoice to see it. Yeah, yeah. This stranger's standard serves serves only to set men against us. I would like to hop, skip, and skirt for a moment, because in our last chapter, Sansa Stark compared Stannis to the stranger come to judge them. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that Davos is saying this stranger's standard serves to yes, set men against us. That's like, good. And the way the gods have been turned against Stannis, he's burnt, like, he's the stranger coming Being, to. Even Davos is recognizing that, like, yeah. he's setting himself up as the stranger here, like, and... Yeah, this makes him think of Mel. Of course. And the shadow baby demon thing that she birthed under yeah, Storm's yeah. End. And, yeah, he... Stannis had... We learn here that Stannis had shipped her back to Dragonstone with Edric Storm. And Lord Bryce Karen had said that if the sorceress is with us, men will say it was her victory, not you. Your crown to her spells. Yeah, I also, uh, Davos says that he, at least we fight this battle in the light with honorable weapons. Until Not, wildfires. Yeah, until, and that's what I was going to say, fire which again, is very funny. Fire. Yeah. Davos had kept quiet during that discussion, but he was not at all sad to see her go. He wanted no part of Melisandre or her god. So, yeah. there's Davos' stance, which carries... A lot more heat going into the next book because he mm-hmm. blames her for the death of his sons and Stannis' loss. But yeah, so as he pulls back into the current battle, he sees a boat landing on the shore yep. under the castle, under the keep. Devotion, uh, yeah, devotion and, made uh, sure archers splashing ashore and prayer landed upstream as well. Piety was heading to the back where the mounted defenders fell on the ar- uh, where mounted defenders fell on the archers like wolves, dude. That's a tight, just yeah. tight, tight, tight. So um, the hound being referred to as, like, wolves yep. when he's going to be helping Sansa and Arya so much as he is. Yeah, I yeah. think that's very neat. Not a dog, but a wolf. Yeah. yeah. Davos recognizes the hound's helm as he rides, as the hound rode his horse up the plank onto the deck of prayer, cutting anything down within reach. Yeah, just handling some the business. The boarding boats out here, yeah. yo. And there's no fire involved yet. Not, not yet. Not too much fire involved Right, yet. the burning pitch. But... Right, and so he also takes note here, and I just like how aware he is of the entire... Davos is marking everything. everything Where yeah. can we land? Where can he we put in? He sees that the entire waterfront district's been burned, and yep. it's just crushed ships and fucking burned down everything. Just And he d- immediately knows what it is. He's like, yeah, they torched it all, so we can't put land yeah. in here. So like... they can't land anywhere in that area. Yep. They need to find somewhere else. Yep. He, he puts that down on his little fucking internal notepad. But he also notes that he can see just over the mud gate that 
three trebuchets peeking up over it. Huge the three horns. So, again, he's spotting shit out. He hears battle being engaged, ships slamming yeah, well, together. This is where he hears it, because this is where it comes together. Like, yeah. this is the first where they all, and he says he, he can't see it through, you know, all the other ships, but he hears the boats collide together yeah. and just crush in on themselves. So it gets, this is where the battle really starts initiating heavily. He focuses his, his archers, Davos, his archers, on Kingslander, which slides between Faithful and Scepter. He saw Kingslander's captain fall and tries to recall the man's name. The three trebuchet arms behind the mudgate release their stones, and it's fucking hell with these yeah. huge boulders. It's chaos. Just now. slamming. Just... Black Betha swept upriver, up Davos scanning for his next victim. And, and that's the, the way it's put, and I love it, scanning for the next victim. Yeah, and so you get a lot of different things that are happening here, a lot of... He sees Queen, uh, yeah. Boats just, yeah. Like he sees the battle. the ship Queen Alisane trapped between two Lannister warships and orders Black Betha, Bertha, Betha, Jesus, Betha. up to ramming speed. Yeah, and as he does, he sees that Lady Maria's uh, right up next to him. Yeah, his son had seen the exact same and, opportunity, uh, and he's keeping speed now, pulling up to ramming speed as well. And they, in just within an instant of each other, slam, slam into this thing, just rending it. Just and so the language is crazy here, but it's a it's a three boat effect where they slam this boat, uh, hit the one. There's another one behind it which they hit, and it hits another one, and it throws it so they hit it so fucking hard that men are thrown off on the third ship that's hit. Like that's how hard and fast Davos slammed, and his son and his slammed son, yeah, this yeah. one ship in the side, and Davos immediately reverses orders her oars reversed and. He thinks to himself that 40 years at sea, this is the first time I've ever rammed another ship. Yeah, he also thinks he should have closed his mouth because he damn near bit his fucking oh, fuck. tongue off. And so, yeah, he orders uh, backwater, and as they pull out, the river rushes into the splintered hole of the ram- that the ram left, and the lady's shame fell to pieces in front of him, spilling living and dead men into the water. And that ship is fucking done. Yeah. A flash of green catches his eye, and the stern of Queen Alisan was burning with wildfire. Now, I believe that these are the ones from the um, the guys launching it off Pots the off the wall, here. yeah. And so he says that Sir Emery had warned them that there might be a bit of this, but don't worry, it'll soon run out. True pyromancers are few enough left. Which they are completely unaware of the recent fact we learned in Tyrion's chapter that the magic has come back, my lord. Right. We're producing it at triple the fucking rate. Like, we got, yeah, we got the wildfire for days, bitch. And so, <laughs> rocks pound down around the water, sinking and destroying boats like children's toys. And I just liked it because they refer to Joffrey's fleet as the boys' toys. And now they're now referring to every, the enti- every yeah, boat. Yeah, every boat is a, is a just toy at this point. Davos sees ahead a confusion of smaller boats and just desperation as every boat is well engaged now. Trebuchet's still rocking, launching rocks down everywhere. And so Mathos calls Davos' attention to a Lannister galley coming to ram them. And so Davos orders the ship turned and gets fucking turned and he gets it just enough to make it a glancing blow. The ship's scraping together and Davos orders everybody to border and led them over the rail himself, drawing yeah, his dude. sword. Yeah, and as Davos jumps deck, we are going to jump ship of our own and convene our small council real quick. 
and uh, then we'll jump back in with the remainder of the Battle of Blackwater for you guys. What's up? Welcome to Nate's Wonderful Small Council featuring Zach. That's accurate. This is Nate's little cubicle. We all know that I, I don't contribute much. Yet. Yeah, that's all right. So the Small Council is where we like to offer up our socials and ways to contact us. So that way you can reach out to both of us because Zach does actually respond to the stuff right. even if he doesn't remember what they all are. You he know, uh, can most easily be reached on Instagram technically because he's true. the only one that actually checks it. I don't touch that at all. We're also on the Facebook. Facebook.com slash Brotherhood Podcast. Zach can be reached at that Instagram I mentioned at manners without. at manners without, which is also my Twitter handle yes, it at is. manners without. Fairly, um, fairly active there right. on Twitter. Okay, I forgot the word active. We're for a easily second. found on Facebook. We also have a Gmail for uh, any long form. Yeah, without manners brotherhood at gmail.com. We're a little bit behind on our Patreon right now. We yes. are going to get something out for you guys here in the next day. Yeah, or two. we apologize to all uh, our Patreon subscribers. It's just been. Little, little crazy, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, real, real crazy. We, uh, it's been a little crazy. It's you been know? pretty crazy. You know, there's a pandemic in the world. Right. There's protests. So we apologize if we're a little bit delayed. We will have something up for you guys soon. We promise. Uh, that's Patreon.com/slash Without Manners. Yes. Thank you for all that assist us there. We're we... not gonna apologize and then be like, sign up in the same small count, you know. So like, we get it. If you yeah. want to sign up, that's cool. But for right now, we do apologize for not releasing new content again quarantine quarantine stuff like that and, and and yeah testing and so anyway you can find us on anywhere you find your podcasts apple podcasts google podcasts stitcher rate Breaker, review us cast box hopefully rate kindly review. yeah that'd be wonderful we know we put out once in a while a shoddy episode Jeez but Louise. you know we we assure you it's not going to happen in the future the we're just as upset solved. about it as you are if not, if not more so, more so. Anyway, if you'd like some free premium one-month trial of Stitcher, use code BROTHERHOOD. It's cool, awesome stuff. Go to Brotherhood, uh, I don't know, other re- other places. Fuck, our website, that's it. Brotherhoodwithout.com. And, you know, we'll let you get back to the episode, the stuff you actually want to hear. Blackwater. That, that boom, boom, raised. That boom, boom, raised. Oh, I get it, because the boom in Tyrion's yep. chapter is yep. boom chain. Nice. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, I got nothing. Oh, so, um, all right. I guess we're going to jump right in with uh, Davos doing dope-ass shit. Man. Yep. The crew met them at the rails, but Black Betha's men-at-arms swept over them. The other captain, dead by the time Davos finds him. Yeah, I like that. Disappointing. Davos seeks him out, though. Like, Dude, he's come like, on, motherfucker. Let's go. Captain A, oh, Captain, yeah, motherfucker. Yep. Mano y mano. And, but when he's sitting there looking at the dude, checking him to see if he knows him or, you know, if he can recall the name, he takes a glancing blow to the fucking head. Saved, saved by the bell, man. Saved by the helmet that his son, Mathos, was like, hey, Dad. I mean, Captain. Yeah. All appropriate. Head ringing. Davos drove his sword and from the ground drove the point into the man's belly. And they won the ship, Davos sees. And as he... Stumbles and slips his way back back to Black Betha on board slick with men's guts. Mathos helps him over the railing. So, Davos is so dear to my heart. <laughs> Let me start by saying that. I heart this man so much. He's a wonderful guy. I love Davos. He didn't really do shit on this no, boat here, no, man. No, yeah. He didn't really do a thing. Like, he got, he got a guy. Good job. 
Somebody else got the captain. You got your one guy, and then your crew had taken the ship by that. Point. I mean, his one guy got the jump on him, and like, if the axe hadn't twisted, probably would have split his helmet in. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, Davos. You, you, you're. De- I mean. Apologies for what you're about to see. Like, I feel like he has... I don't think that Like, that a was god a... of luck on his side. Like, his pouch is, like, giving him legit... He there... loses it here He is bit. not any good... Like, because I really... When I think of nowadays, when I think of battle fights, uh, ship fights in this series, I think of Victarion's fight that we, we get to see is that... Feasts or dance. I forget which one it's in. But With his crazy battle axe. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's doing cool shit. And even some of the stuff we see from uh, or hear about from Theon's point of view from like Dagmar Clefjaw and like these badass fighters. And then we hear about, you know, one of the greatest smugglers ever known to Westeros, Sir Davos the Onion Knight. He's he, he kind of like trips over his own. Right. Feet well, he's even years. said it. Like he's crossed swords. Like when it's come to it, but that's not his forte. <laughs> yeah. Man. He's like, I just want to run away, man. Just leave me alone. I I'll stab somebody if I have to. But I just think it's it's important to point out that he's clearly not this battle hardened war veteran. Like he is just a well, right. I think a smuggler, it, and I man. think that's uh, portrayed here by as he gets back aboard Black Be- uh, Betha. For a few instants, Black Betha and Whiteheart were the calm eye in the midst of a storm. Like, I think he's hitting him like everything's kind of slowing down now where the adrenaline is going. And he's like, holy shit, we're, we're at war right now. And I really do feel like that's how it is for him right now where the, this boat is now just really calm. There's not much. They're, right. they're just kind of switch. But all around the fucking battle well, hasn't yeah, stopped anywhere else. It's his and the one they just got done boarding. Yeah. Everyone's dead on that one. So his boat's just chilling. The other one's empty. And so they're just kind of taking a breather. With and the then current kind of sweeping He notes around. around a raging green inferno of two ships locked together drifted down the river. Men at arms poured ashore to join the assault at the wall. Fury was engaged with a ship. On the south bank, knights led their mounts aboard cogs, some small ones already making their way across, laden with men. Yeah, all the fleet but Saladar San were now in the black water. And it's at this point that Mathos points out to Davos that the swordfish is finally making its way. Well, in. it's it's right. Uh, Davos just thinks Sir Imri. Oh yeah, uh, we'll have soon. Though, soon though they'll, they'll control the whole of the black water. Sir Imri would have his victory, but gods be good. The cost of Look this. At this, and it's just, and and the. The detonation hasn't even happened Dude, yet. Dude, yeah, this and is so, it's 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 the the use of the wildfire in the pots is yeah. enough to be like God. It's war. This is just a statement about war, yeah. not about the wildfire. That's and so about yeah, to. at this point, Mathos yells out and points that the swordfish is finally catching up and getting to. Yeah, she never uh, got her sails down initially, and now it's the burning pitch has lit her sails up, and she's kind of fucking sweeping downriver. Yeah, and then they kind of see where it's aimed and where the it's headed towards, and yeah. there's this sweet, plump-looking ship. Lannister Hulk, yeah. Broadside facing, and Davos slowly realizes that it's it's bleeding it's green floating blood. low in the water and yeah. bleeding green blood, so this thing is fucking heavy heavy as shit davos seaworth's heart stopped beating no one heard him shout but mathos the captain of the swordfish certainly didn't yeah intense so intent he was on spearing a target the swordfish went to battle speed and davos grabbed his bone pouch swordfish hit 
the rotted wood burst like overripe fruit. I mean, it is King Aries fruit after all. Yeah, man. Inside, Davos saw green gushing from a thousand broken jars, poison from the entrails of a dying beast spreading across the surface of the river. And Davos immediately orders backwater. Ba- away! Swim away! Swim away! <laughs> Black Betha. They push, do. Yeah, they, they push free of Whiteheart, and they, they start backing up. And as it's happening, he hears a whoosh, like someone blew in his ear. And the next God, thing, such he, a like what a way to describe man, it. It's it, it makes my stomach drop if I think about it for too long because right. like it's just that because like I know the sound too. If you've ever been a, a very bad kid <laughs> who uh, doesn't do things that they should, and this Nate was a bit of a pyro. I liked a little bit of gasoline on, but from I mean, but never lit anything no, crazy. Good, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, no, Nate was a little pyro. And so the noise of whooshing gasoline, wolf, right? Yeah, and, and but next, then to go, the next line is the next the deck the of the ship vanished from beneath yeah, him. Yeah, black water filled his nose and mouth. Davos broke the surface in a blind panic, not knowing what's up and down. He grabs a chunk of debris to hold on to. Yeah. So the eruption has happened. Black Betha is no longer there. It was absolutely incinerated, Gone. decimated, blown yeah. apart by the force. And he was just launched. Yeah, he was just launched. Like, and so if he had armor, he'd be dead. Right. He would have been dragged to the bottom of the water. Swordfish and the Hulk were gone. Blackened bodies floated beside him. Fifty feet high, a swirling demon of green flame danced upon the river, sending out whips that it seemed had a, to light everything else around it. With it a touched. dozen hands, like, it had whips. Just... Again, that Miri Mazdor imagery of these demons dancing, these fiery yeah. demons dancing. And so, and I shit. also like here because it says that you know some ships tried to escape, but all it took was the the smallest of licks from one of those yep. whips to just engulf that ship too. Davos sees Blackbeth are burning as well as others, including Fury and even some of the Lannisters boats. The demon had no loyalties. Yeah, so he tries he thinks I want where are my sons and then he realizes that it doesn't I can't find anything in this. Like mm-hmm. the between the, the fires, no, the ships, no the bodies, the there's no way the it, current it'll, it'll has him happen. and he's struggling to avoid patches of fucking wildfire that are burning on top of the like, Dude, yeah Fuck me, man. It's like a video game, like the burning fucking mm-hmm. that in the cart games and shit. And the black water itself seemed to be boiling in its bed. And, and now I picture this. Uh, if you ever watched the, the Titanic movie, yeah, it's just you the can amount see of, of shit. people yeah. and stuff that are in there. That, and the wildfire the flailing, that's churning, boiling, boiling, boiling the water yeah, around it. Yeah, it's, just... it's the churning from the men, the sinking ships, the debris, the fly, flinging stones and pitch still because yeah. they haven't ceased that from right, the city. Right, right. And so that's this Davos is just not seeing that exactly. now. In in because yeah, there's response so much to the chaos. fire, the demon in front of him. And so he starts realizing now that the current is taking him out of the out to the bay, Hell not yeah. into the the rush. So he's gonna be out. He's like, hell yeah, I'm a strong swimmer. And Salah's out there Salas. with his galleys, we'll my boy. Grapes, we'll light a doobie, like, we'll chill here. It's going to be tight. And then the current turned him, and Davos sees the chain. God save us all. They've raised the chain. Where the river broadened into the bay, the chain stretched taut, barely two or feet, three feet above the water. Already a dozen ships had crashed into it, the current pushing more to them. Almost all of them were aflame. 
Davos can see Sala's ships beyond the smoke and the green fire, but he'd never reach them. There was a wall of red-hot steel, blazing wood, and swirling green flame that stretched before him. Fuck! You gonna deliver the last line? No. Oh. The mouth of Blackwater Rush had turned into the mouth of hell. And I think that is fucking excellent. Well, I mean, yeah, that's... Well, just for the state of the world, going into Storm of Sword, like with Melisandre, the stuff that's going to be happening, it, it's and Blackwater itself now, yeah, but... And Davos is just drifting toward that, wild man. Like, fire. just trying to... Wild fire, I hate you. <laughs> so that is, uh, well, chapter two of the Blackwater... Yeah, battle. Davos three and find his final chapter of Clash of Kings. So, which is cruel as fuck, Martin. Like wow. we don't get any any conclusion on Davos until Storm of Swords as yeah. to whether he lives or dies or what. That mm-hmm. like, fucking a. Yeah. So next would be Tyrion. But before we get into anything else, uh, you got an inductee for this final yeah, dude, Davos for chapter. Me is one hundred percent going to Mathos on yeah? this one because like. I mean, he just, he he maintains that proper everything when he's on there. Okay, Captain, don't forget your helm. Pointing out the important, yo, you need to, we need, do you see this? This is bad news over here, Pops. We should do something about that. You need to hand over the railing guy? I got you. And he's always, that's how he's always been every yeah. time we've seen him. So, Mathos. Mine is going to be a post-mortem, and it's to the very first guy that caught an arrow. Yeah. Because, uh, hey, man. He had the best death on the Blackwater. Yo, he the didn't have quickest to worry about, mm-hmm. and least painful. And Take an arrow to the head over. Oh, absolutely! Death and, you know I mean, that quick, sudden shaft through the eye. Not to take too right, much right, right. from next not chapter, like, but like, right. There's a point where we learn that Helene says that this shit can melt you like fucking it's tallow cling, wax, and it clings to like, you. like it's yeah, sticky, yeah, yeah, and it will melt right. your skin like wax. Yeah, just drip. So like, absolutely, nope. put an, an arrow, arrow through, my through my eye over burning. So, and I mean the. The truth of the statement that Davo said, you know, the first man to die, but far from the last tonight. And yeah. just with what just occurred, this bomb going off. And this is, it's crazy to think, just the start of the battle. Oh, right, right, right. And, like, and even mm. in, in the next chapter, Tyrion notes that it's, it, it's, it's not enough. They didn't right. stop them. Yeah. Stannis still has a whole fucking host and enough ships. Not every ship was destroyed. So, holy hell, those are our inductees. Yeah, I have to pull up my... My note here, because we did get an inductee. We did, yeah. From our wonderfully favorite French fry, Julian from France. Right. Obviously. He says, hello, it's become really hard to understand this chapter with everything, but still enjoyed it very much, the first part of the battle. Davos knows his shit, saw the chain and smelled the trap, yet when it closes up on them, he still chokes on the thought of being stuck in hell. Mm. Wow. Hard to pick an inductee here. Davos would be good, a good pick. So would be the Hound for his mighty attack. Fuck yeah. Yet I'm going to induct Tyrion. Not because the next chapter is his, but because his plan totally worked, right. even though he didn't have as much time as he planned to have at first. Evil Monkey 1, Cold Ass Bully, 0. Have a good evening there, friends. Valar Blackwateris. Right. So... Uh, it, it's a it's a tough chapter to follow intentionally, uh, Julian. So don't worry too much about having problems there, because 
you're not alone. Even as English speakers, it can be tough for us to follow at times. Just because Martin is very good at, as Zach mentioned, the three ships back-to-back taking that. Just the language he uses and Black Bethel's decks vanishing from beneath his feet. The way he's, you know, explaining what's happening without actually detailing how right, it Right, he's not rare, and, narrating it. Mm-hmm. It's Davos saying what's happening to him. And so it's a, it's a, it gets crazy. But I also, uh, Tyr- your inductee being Tyrion... And it working is why it what makes it so hard when he gets no credit for saving Blackwater. That's why I think in the book they should uh, or in the show they should have done the chain because it's it's brilliance is what saves the city. This attack is what yeah. holds them off enough to let Tywin get here, and t- and none of the t- credit goes to Tyrion for the boon chain at all. It's similar in the show where he, he gets fucked at the end and le- gets no credit. So it's that makes it sadder and it's. Because of how good this did work. This is a brilliant plan. Davos notes, he gets it there at the end. This is what they were doing. This is yeah. what, like, and so, yeah, it's, it's all Tyrion, well put together. Tyrion's a good inductee. Very and, good yeah, I mean, this is only chapter two of the Blackwater. So, yeah. uh, next we are considering um, merging merging the Sansa or the Tyrion, Tyrion well, 13, yeah, I believe. Yeah, it's like Tyrion 13, Sansa 6, and then like Tyrion 14, Sansa 7. Yeah. And so some of them are shorter versus longer ones, so we're, we might be merging them because it's all black water and just to, right, so you know, Tyrion, oh, man, hold keep on. a good flow I going. This. I have it right here, yeah. Hold Somewhere on. Tyrion 13 and Sansa 7 is what I said, but it might be 6 even. 6, I believe. Okay. Yeah, because they, they bounce back and forth. Because after Tyrion is Sansa, and then after yep. Sansa is another Tyrion, and then I think one more Sansa before it goes to like a Danny. Tyrion chapter. thirteen, Sansa six. Get us your inductees for that. They're probably going to be one episode as they follow back to back, and then we'll probably do that again for the next two. Tyrion, so uh, it's a Blackwater episode. But regardless, send us what your thoughts are on Blackwater. Cause Blackwater we're fucking here in it, in and the then middle. after that. We're about done with this book, folks. Finished up. That's it for Davos. We won't be checking in with Davos mm-hmm. again until A Storm of Swords. Yeah. And uh, God damn it, Davos is a great, it's great so addition good. as what a POV. A great um, anyway, we will leave it at that. Yeah. Valor de Harris. Peace. Peace.